Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy podcast, your go-to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker, Jordan Bunch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Film Academy podcast. We are cutting our last series a little bit shorter than I wanted. We just had to reschedule some things, but that's okay and super exciting because of who we have on today. Today, we have Rachel from Love Stories TV, which I'm sure probably most of you have heard of them. If you're active at all on social media, you have no doubt run into Love Stories TV, and so I've been... Um, been a fan of theirs for quite a while and wanted to talk to Rachel all about kind of what they're up to. So thanks for coming on, Rachel. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm quite excited, uh, to be talking to you today. Absolutely. So if I haven't ever heard of Love Stories TV, tell me what's the, um, when you when you tell people who've never heard of this what it is, what do you tell them? Absolutely. So at Love Stories TV, we are building the first and only platform for watching and sharing real wedding videos. So on lovestoriestv.com, you will find thousands of real wedding films from all over the world, all of which have been contributed by either a newlywed couple or a wedding filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, when you open up the site, it's the very first thing you see, you're going to get an amazing wedding film that just rolls right off from the front. In fact, you may even go on there. I've heard, uh, in fact, we did this. I didn't realize that y'all had featured one of, or maybe a, a few of my volume brands videos as well as, um, some of my personal brand stuff. I knew that y'all had done that, but w- when I was hopping around and looking on the site, I was like, Oh, cool. Y'all featured a couple of uh, Ladybird Studios videos as well. So you may go on there and you may find some of your videos that you didn't even know were featured and being shown off on there. And I think that's just really cool to get your stuff in front of more eyes. So definitely, if nothing else, go over there and check out if other people have been watching your video that you didn't know about there. I love that that happened. I love that you showed up on the site and saw your work. That's awesome. Although it also means that we should be doing a better job communicating because we (laughs) email all the vendors featured in every wedding that gets contributed. So um, I love that that happened. And also I'm writing down a note uh, to make sure we're always improving our communication. (laughs) So I'm going to learn a lot on this podcast too, I have a feeling, which I'm into, always (laughs) always trying to improve. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, well, you know, it's definitely possible that uh, my studio manager saw it and didn't say anything, but I highly doubt that. She's she's, she's on top of it. She would have told me. No, no, I'm sure it's, I'm I'm positive it's us. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Well, so why did you... You know, what made you come up with this idea and why did you want to start this? Absolutely. So I was running content and social marketing at Birchbox for just under five years. And Mm -hmm. if you're not familiar with Birchbox, it's a beauty company and they're quite famous for launching the first um, beauty subscription box. And what made working at Birchbox really unique is that we were producing lots of content to try to engage and entertain our audience, get them to interact with us on a daily basis, and also encourage them 
to shop, right? To buy the the beauty products that were coming in their mm -hmm. birch box. And when we were doing that, we had to be really thoughtful about what would engage the user, but also what would make um, the brands happy. Uh, the brands who were in the in the birch box, the beauty brands. And so that's sort of what my job was for, for about uh, just under five years. And I was always thinking about what's great content that um, businesses like and also users like. And we were a small team, so always thinking about who else was creating great content and how we could leverage that. Um, Meanwhile, I got married in 2013 and I did not have a wedding video. Um, I am going to be totally honest with y'all. When my mother called and said, do you want a wedding video? I was picturing the wedding videos of 10 or 15 years ago. And I yep. said, it's okay. You know, um, it's okay. We don't need one. And I got to my wedding and my family pulled off the most amazing surprise flash mob, uh, Ever. I will send you the very <laughs> raw, sad iPhone video. It's the most surprise I've ever been in my whole life. It was incredible. And as soon as the wedding was over, my first thought was like, that's not recorded. Like that, that mm. we don't have a recording of that and yep. the amazing speeches and the ceremony. And I regretted immediately, even though I still was picturing this like old school wedding video style, I, I regretted not having it recorded. And so that mm. caused me to start paying closer attention um, on Facebook and on social media to my friends' wedding videos. And when I started looking, I was like, you know, these new wedding films are the best content I've ever seen. They look mm. like feature film trailers. These are real yep. people, real stories, professional production. It doesn't exist anywhere else. It looks like a commercial for the products and services that are in the video. And I bet that not only would this be really powerful for people planning their wedding, but I bet you people would just like to watch these because they're amazing. And as mm. a content marketer and a content producer, I noticed instantly and I thought to myself, well, the other wedding media companies must be doing something with all these videos. And I went to all the big guys that you would think of and they didn't have any video anywhere. And I was like, what is going on? And so I thought, you know, what if we made a place where filmmakers and newlywed couples could show off their videos because newlyweds want to show off their wedding. They work so hard. They're so proud of it. Filmmakers want to attract more clients. All the other vendors would love to have a beautiful video of their work featured. And I was like, and I bet other people would just like to watch these. Um, you know, I think, I think we could have something here. And so my husband and I built a really simple version of the website. Um, you know, the intake form uh, was a Google form and we built the website on WordPress and people just instantly got it and they instantly got really excited. And what we learned was that filmmakers had been sort of left out of the conversation. So I started hearing from filmmakers, a wedding I worked on was published on this blog or on this magazine, and they didn't include the video. And then I started learning that filmmakers were actually not getting paid as much as photographers, even though they worked the same or more amount of hours and edited for many more hours. And that by tapping into this community of people who were producing incredible content, but were being really underrepresented in the industry, you know, it's sort of like lit like fire. And we realized that we had this amazing community of advocates that we were providing value for that um, brides to be, grooms to be, and, you know, younger people who had sort of grown up on reality television wanted to watch these films for entertainment. And uh, that's sort of how we got to where we are today. Awesome. I love that vision. I love just, just the vision for 
for, for for other people to see and be inspired to to do the thing that you regretted not doing, you know, yeah. to be honest. And, and I was in that same boat. I got married um, before I started in all this in 2009. And it was at the same thing. It was at the time I had actually never even seen a good wedding video, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a couple years. Actually, it was maybe a year later. Yeah, one year later that I kind of got started in all of this. But yeah, back in 2009, I didn't even know these things existed. And so you guys are really an amazing platform for getting the word out to those brides who maybe still have that in their head of what a wedding video is, 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 you know, uncle Bob in the back with his camcorder. Uh, Absolutely. And what was really interesting to me too, was that when I started, um, asking around like my younger colleagues who are a couple years younger than me and they told me that they used to watch wedding videos when they'd get home from the bar at night at the sorority in college. I heard this from like several <laughs> colleagues and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by that actually. Cause that was sort of my hypothesis was the, this content was so amazing. And I was like, well, where did you find them? And they were like, well, I don't know. You know, maybe I would see mm. my, my friend's older sister and then I'd watch one or two more by that filmmaker, but they didn't really know where they were finding it. And, you know, consumers don't know Vimeo. It's not, um, in their right internet activity you know it's not something they know about and i think more and more filmmakers are starting to use youtube um but it's not the norm and just because your videos on youtube doesn't mean people are going to find it you know youtube's not built the the data organization isn't, isn't built for this so um you know my sort of vision of where the internet's going is i think platforms like facebook and youtube and pinterest have gotten so big that it's actually become quite difficult for people to use them as a tool. You mm. know, links are often broken. They can't find what they want. So by saying, we're going to build a massive library, but it's just for this one type of content, I think that's what people are really looking for. You know, I think things online are starting to actually get back to being a little more niche because the giant platforms are too giant to really mm. serve people uh, what they're looking for. Yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense. So tell me a little bit more about kind of the journey from this this idea that was birthed into what love stories is today yeah absolutely so actually it depends what day you're listening to this podcast um you know we actually have a a brand new site in the works which i'm very excited about um our filmmaker community will definitely be the first to know about it i'm not going to reveal too much but we're going to be asking everybody to help us test it and give feedback. So um, stay tuned because we're we're really excited. But, um, you know, the journey really was to just sort of get something out there. I think sometimes people have an idea and they get so obsessed with making it perfect that um, they sort of paralyze themselves. And so we were like, you know, let's just get this out there. So we so we created a pretty simple WordPress site. Um, We used a Google form that we plugged into the WordPress site so people would Um, enter all of their information and put in the link to the video wherever it had been hosted, which is typically the filmmaker's Vimeo channel. And then um, all of that data writes directly to the site and the video gets published. So, you know, to take a step back, you know, a question that we get a lot from filmmakers is how do we decide what to publish? So um, this is a great great venue for me to sort of dip into this a little bit. And Jordan, I would love, like, interrupt me, ask me lots of questions because you are the the user, you know? So if you have a question, your listeners will too. But what 
the way that Love Stories TV works is every film that's contributed, so long as it was produced by a professional filmmaker, gets published. So that's how we have thousands and thousands of films on the site. And some come in from newlyweds and some come in from filmmakers. And as soon as um, the film gets submitted, we publish them all to the site. And then we notify uh, the filmmaker if the bride had submitted it. And we notify the bride if the filmmaker had submitted it. And we notify all the vendors in the film. So then all those people can come back to the website and see their videos. And we always encourage people to give as much data and details as they can for two reasons. One, the more we know about a wedding, the more likely we are to feature it on our homepage. Like you said, you come to the homepage, one big video gets featured every day as our love story of the day. The more likely we are to feature it on our Instagram or Facebook, or even in our content partnerships. We have content partnerships with Martha Stewart Weddings and Bridal Guide Magazine and The Knot. And the more we know about a wedding, the more easier it is for us to um, select it for one of those features. And two, the other reason it's so important to give all that information is that people come to our website and they search. So they want to watch weddings in barns, or they want to watch weddings in mm -hmm. California, or they want to watch gay weddings, or they want to watch Jewish weddings, or they want to watch bohemian weddings. And the more details you provide, the more likely your content is to come up when users search. And then the more likely they are to say, oh, Jordan, like, I love his films. His films are amazing. I'm going to reach out to him for my wedding. Um, so that's why I encourage people to give lots of data, lots of details, and to submit, submit as many films as possible, because the bigger your channel is, the more videos you have on the site, the more likely you are to get discovered by potential customers and clients, and the more likely we are to select one of your films to feature. Um, so that's like a little bit about how the, the structure of the site works. Yeah, that's awesome. So you talked about the new site and everything that's going on with that. Tell me what you're thinking about in the future. Like what's what's the direction that Love Stories TV is headed? Yeah, it's a great question. So we are already representative globally. So we have films from over 60 countries, and that's really important to us. A key, a key value of Love Stories TV is to be really, really inclusive. So we have every wedding budget. We have every wedding style. We have every wedding religion. We have every wedding gender orientation. You know, I think some of the big publishers in the wedding space, by the nature of being a blog or being a magazine with an editor in chief, they f feature one type of wedding style. And for us, it's really different. Like we want people from all over the world who are looking for ideas, inspiration, products, and services for their wedding to be able to come to lovestorycv.com and find what they're looking for. We, mm. of course, are always going to pull out the weddings that really speak to us as an editorial team, that's what we're going to feature on our homepage, on our blog, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. But being really inclusive and global is a big thing for us. So, you know, what I think um, is really unique to video is it enables you to get ideas and inspiration about things that photos just can't. Photos mm. don't capture vows and they don't capture speeches and they don't yep. capture what the officiant says and they don't capture the way that you first see each other when you do your first look or the way that the father enters the room to see the bride like photos just can't do that so inevitably what happens on these platforms that only feature photos is it becomes kind of surface you know it's about the tablescapes and the way she wore her hair and hmm. the dress and the style of the suit and like that stuff is really really important when you're planning your wedding but that's not the stuff that like tugs at your heartstrings and really makes you cry so what's really mm -hmm. unique about love stories tv is i think of us as being like a lot of top of funnel inspiration like i know i want to get married in a barn and i just like want to get a sense of the style so i'm going to watch 20 barn weddings from all over the country 
to give me ideas for my barn wedding. Or you can go further down the funnel and be like, okay, I'm looking for a wedding venue in Detroit. So I'm going to watch all the videos on the Detroit channel on Love Stories TV until I see a venue I like. You know, Hmm. or I've already found my venue. I know it's in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, but I want to see how a bunch of other people decorated or I want to see how a bunch of other people set up their ceremony or how they did their first look. You know, so like we sort of provide that inspiration all the way down and then you're watching a video and you could be like, I'm watching a video, five videos at my venue and I love this video so much. I'm going to hire that filmmaker or I'm going to hire the same florist, or I wonder where that couple registered. I love their taste. Their wedding looks amazing. I want to register where they registered. You can't even see that in the video, but we have that data so we can provide it to people. So I think it just gives you ideas, inspiration, connects you with products and services for your wedding in a way that's really different than anything else that's out there. It's delightful, you know, it includes emotion. So, So that's sort of our vision is to be you know, the way you get ideas, inspiration, find products and services for your wedding for 2018, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love just the ability to be able to search by the type of venue. And there's basically everything under the sun here. I'm looking here and uh, I see four different weddings from a zoo, which I never even heard of anybody getting married at the zoo, but apparently totally. at least four people did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, again, I don't want to spoil too much about um, things that are coming, but we we really user feedback is really important to us. So, you know, we heard from our filmmakers like we love Love Stories TV. We love what you're doing. Like, can you make it easier for us to submit videos? Can you make it faster? Heard you, mm. you know, are really focused on that feedback or I don't want to just watch zoo weddings, but I want to watch Jewish zoo weddings. Okay. We're going to do that. You know, so we, it's been great. Like, again, going back to your question of like, how did we get here by getting out a really simple site as quickly as we can. And by just asking people to embed their videos, we were able to learn a lot in Mm. this past year of what do people want so that our new and improved website can really um, reflect that. Yeah. Reflect that user feedback. Awesome. So you talked about um, so much of what you're you're talking about is really like inspirations for couples who are getting married. Mm-hmm. So is that a how big of how big of your audience is that versus other people in the wedding industry? It's a great for question. You, do you know that? Yeah. So we know um, what's really exciting, you know, what's coming is we're going to be able to learn a lot more about our users. But today, a key thing we look at is um, the age of our users. And what's really reflective and what we're seeing is that, um, you know, there's a significant chunk of the audience that isn't even engaged yet. Um, But they're dreaming about their wedding. We call them like pre-engaged So um, they are watching the content for entertainment, they're dreaming about their wedding, and their wedding's coming, like in the next year, the next couple years. And what's really changing, as any wedding filmmaker will tell you, you know, wedding filmmakers are starting to get contacted first. So what's starting to happen is, you know, millennial, I know that word gets overused, but engaged couples today, engaged couples in 2017, 2018, are like, I think in video, I think in Snapchat, I think in Instagram stories, the bachelor has been on my whole life, you know, and they're like (laughs) dreaming about their wedding video. And that's the vendor they go to first. Um, And so that's been really exciting for us just to see how 
engaged people are with this content, even though their engagement ring might be might be a few months off or a year off. Um, and then, you know, obviously the majority, the majority of the audience is, you know, actively, actively wedding planning. But I think when you think about the big, um, the other big wedding platforms out there, I don't think you would ever go there for fun. I don't think right. you would ever go there until you have a wedding date. And that's yep. really different. Love Stories to be is really, really different in that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I hired a girl just for photo years and years ago. And I remember her telling me that she wasn't even, um, she wasn't even dating anyone at the time. And she said, Oh yeah, I just, I just watch wedding videos for fun. And yeah. that was the first time I had ever heard that. And I was just sort of blown away. I was like, that is so cool. You know, I didn't, I didn't know there was like an audience of people out there who are not planning a wedding that are just out there searching for wedding videos to watch. So it does exist. Oh, totally. And I think, you know, you know, something really interesting. I actually, it's, it's really interesting. I, I told you before this podcast, I was, um, I was listening to your, your interview with Ray Roman and he was talking a little bit about branding and, you know, every weekend, um, someone new takes over the Love Stories TV Instagram stories and shows off a wedding they're attending. And sometimes it's, you know, a wedding guest, but the majority of the time we have filmmakers do it. And what we've started to hear from filmmakers and from our audience is people saying, I love the personality of that filmmaker. They seem really fun. I want to hire them for my wedding. Even before mm. they see that person's work. Um, yep. And I think like that is what um, is really like different and interesting about, you know, what we're trying to do. Like wedding vendors are people too. <laughs> like wedding filmmakers mm -hmm. are people too. And yes, they produce amazing work, but like you're going to spend the most, one of the biggest days of your life with this team and with this team of people. And so we want to not just connect you with them to hire them, but like, you know, it's the same reason any wedding filmmaker will tell you, like, they try to have a coffee at the very least with their couple before they work with them. Because you got to know them and know their style and make sure you're comfortable with them. And, like, that's, like, a core value for us is, like, um, you know, connecting people. So, like you say, this this woman that you worked with who was, like, I watch wedding videos for fun. Like, she might have in her mind a filmmaker she wants to hire for her wedding because she's been following them on social media and now on Love Story TV for years before. Yep. And that's yeah, how sure. I believe, like, something that's really important to us is, you know, I'll be really honest with you, like, something I learned when I got into this is that it's not just about booking more weddings, it's about charging more for your weddings. And that sounds really obvious, but, you know, flashback two years when I just got into this industry, that was, like, one of the first things I learned. And in conjunction with that, I started learning about how photographers were making more per wedding than filmmakers, even though they were shooting for the same amount of time, if not more on the day and editing for longer. Right. And so we think right. just like elevating filmmaking within the industry is what's going to benefit the filmmaking community, obviously not just booking more weddings from love stories TV, but like elevating video and elevating film so that people can charge more. And so that they become not the nice to have on the wedding checklist, but they're starting to become one of the first things. Like that's how this new generation thinks. And we want to, you know, further that and be a part of that. And, and hopefully we think we're part of that change. Yeah. That's awesome. Is running your business taking away from the time that you have to make better wedding films? Do you feel disorganized? What happens when a hot lead goes cold after your first email response? 
Do you have a system in place to stay in contact with them? Do you find yourself asking, where was that bride's phone number again, and have they paid their invoice or not? Which package do they get, and what are their deliverables? How organized are your financial records when it comes to tax time? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could afford forty dollars or $50,000 to pay someone to take care of all this extra stuff for you? I've got an idea. How about you sign up for 17 hats and pay just $300 a year to let their amazing online software take care of all of this for you? Before I got 17 hats, I was buried in a sea of unorganized emails, spreadsheets, bank statements, receipts, sticky notes, Google Docs, and more. I was letting hot leaves go cold because I couldn't remember who to stay in contact with. I was spending weeks trying to get my tax records organized from my accountant. It was awful. And now I pay 17 hats, just $300 a year, and they do all of that for me. It's like having a full-time assistant working around the clock on your business, making sure that everything is organized, invoices are paid on time, and making you look like a real pro to your clients. And now, 17 Hats is giving you an amazing offer. When you use the link at the top of our website, weddingfilmacademy.org, you'll get 15% off the list price, and it's a great way for you to help keep us making great content each week for you. If you want to learn more about 17 Hats, Go back in the archives and listen to the podcast that we did with them. We actually got to chat with the CEO and one of the VPs of 17 Hats for an hour. So definitely go back and listen to that podcast as well if you want to learn more. Thanks a ton. Let's get back to the show. So you talked about not just being, obviously, like what we're talking about now, sort of an entertainment source for mm-hmm. people who are you know, really into this kind of thing, but also connecting clients to uh, to vendors who can offer different products and services. Talk yeah. to me about that side of it. What is the benefit for me as a wedding filmmaker to want my work on Love Stories TV? Yeah, totally. So there's two benefits. One is being discovered by new clients. So like I said, when I was talking about the data and the details, the more films you have on our site, the more likely you are to come up in somebody's search. So if you have 100 weddings on the site and they're at all different kinds of venues in different cities and they're different styles, then when people are coming to our website to get ideas and inspiration and find vendors for their wedding, the more um, weddings you have and the more data you have associated with each one, the more likely you are to come up in that search. And that's you know how you just book more weddings, right? They find you on Love Story TV, they contact you, they hire you. Also, you know we feature a love story of the day every day. It's one of the weddings that, you know, our team saw and spoke to us and we thought was just like incredible. And then we reach out to that bride and interview her and that goes on our Instagram and on our Facebook and sometimes on our email and always on our homepage. And that's where, you know, you're going to get the kind of brides that are like, I fell so in love with this filmmaker. I'm going to fly them to my wedding, even though they're not in my state. I didn't find them because I was searching my venue. I saw them on Instagram and I got to have them. And those are the weddings, you know, that we know filmmakers really want to get. And so that's why I think that, like, um, you know, I think there's always a joke in this industry and similar industries how, like, exposure is a dirty word. And, you know, you can't get paid in exposure. But you need both. You need branding. Yep. You know, you, you have to um, you have to charge what you deserve. But you also want to get want to get featured because that's where those features are where you get the couples. Um, I think sometimes that have the bigger budgets or just that videography and filmmaking is the most important thing for them in their budget. Um, and you know, 
to that end. So if you've been uh, hanging around with us for a while, you remember that last year we did our first ever wedding film awards and it was um, like a huge success and it was only digitally broadcast. We didn't have a live audience. We didn't have um, like prizing, you know, we, we sort of were still new in the space and this year's event is going to be much bigger and much different. Um, we're going to have a live event in New York that you guys will all be invited to. So stay tuned. And we also changed something where actually all the voting is done by the filmmakers in the network. So your peers are actually voting for nice. which film should win the awards, because again, we want to elevate the industry. So it shouldn't just be, you know, whoever could get the most votes from their Facebook fans, but like, your peers are the experts and, you know, really helping us select like what are, who are the people really moving the industry forward? What are the films that really deserve those accolades? Um, so we're really, really excited about this year's awards. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super exciting. When are y'all planning that for? Sure. So actually, again, depends what day you hear this, but today, what's the date today? December 10th? It's actually going to go live tomorrow. So. Oh my, you are Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so we just opened up nominations. So I'll send Jordan the link so you have it. And it's on, you know, easy to find on our site and our social. But basically, the way that it works is we released 10 different categories. Okay, so we released 10 different categories, which are best elopement film, best destination wedding film, best engagement, save the date or love story film. Which, by the way, I love all these new creative ways people are doing, like, save the dates and love story yeah. films. Um, it's like photographers have been doing this for a while, these engagement shoots. And mm -hmm. I'm, like, psyched to see more filmmakers doing it. It's really cool. Um, most creative cinematography, best moment in a wedding film, filmmaker of the year, wedding film of the year. Um, and so there is a nomination form on Love Stories TV. And the way that it works is any film that's been published on lovestoriestv.com can be nominated. And, again, if you remember what I said earlier – any film that gets submitted to lovestoriestv.com, so long as it's done by a filmmaker, an edited piece of work by a filmmaker, gets published. So if you are listening to this and you have films that you're proud of um, that aren't on lovestoriestv.com yet, come today, submit them. They'll get published by tomorrow. We'll notify you. And then you can go ahead and nominate them for the awards. And we encourage you to nominate your own films because you're most familiar, you know, with your own work. Um, yep. And then the Love Story TV team, uh, the nominations will close at the end of the year. December 31st. Then in January, we review all the nominations and we narrow it down to um, the official nominees for each category. And then we're going to send an official ballot to all the filmmakers who have work published on our site. So that's who's voting. So again, even if you just want to participate in the voting and get in on all of this, make sure you have, you know, at least one film on our site. So we'll send you a ballot and you'll vote. And then we will announce the winners um, during a live streamed award show, which will also have a live audience. And um, that's going to be in the spring. Uh, I think we have a date. I don't want to say it um, just in case it changes, but we're targeting uh, late April um, for the awards. So stay tuned for that official date. Um, and to get to get in on that event. Um, and we're going to have nice. some great presenters and some great award sponsors. Um, we're really, really excited about it. That's super awesome. Very cool. So this is one thing I'm curious about. You yeah, guys please. have a team. Looks like you have a team of three people, right? Three? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yep. So what are you guys doing to keep the lights on here? 
It's a great question. So um, I'm the founder and the CEO of Love Stories TV, Vanessa, who, you know, Vanessa is really the person whose role it is, is to talk to and interact uh, with the filmmakers, you know, and make sure that um, we're providing you guys value and that and that you're happy and answer any questions you have. So if you don't know Vanessa yet, write down her email, Vanessa at lovestoriestv.com, email her anytime. That's her, that's her role. And then Caitlin, um, who works on a lot of our, um, you know, more of like our bride to be engaged couple audience running social media and email and all of those features we talked about um, and that type of thing. So we're a team of three and then we have a couple amazing interns. So we actually um, did a fundraise early in the fall to raise some money for Love Stories TV so we could use that money to improve our website, um, get our name out there to get more videos on the site, uh, improve the product, you know, improve the submission form which we heard feedback from make it easier to to watch videos um and again like we'll be communicating with you guys about all those new features and so in terms of how does love stories tv make money so we have done some paid sponsorships with like bigger brands who love this content and want to be close to it so we worked with the jamaica tourist board um Mm -hmm. and so we have a channel on lovestoriestv.com of all the films that are from jamaica um, yeah. couples submitted them or filmmakers submitted them. And so the Jamaica tourist board, um, paid love stories TV paid sponsorship to make sure those videos got in front of more people on social media, on our website. We created some roundups where we really talked about Jamaica and why it's a great place for a destination wedding. Um, nice. we also worked with Bonobos, which is, um, a men's apparel brand. Cause again, we know all the films on our site where the groom wore Bonobos because mm. either the filmmaker told us when they submitted the film or the couple did. So again, we were able to take that content and get it in front of more people. And it was really interesting with Bonobos because, you know, women are the majority of our audience. And while men um, make the final purchase decision in their wedding suit, it's really influenced by the bride. So they really wanted to, you know, get involved with us and get in front of our brides. And then we worked with um, a jewelry brand who um, wanted to, you know, be more associated with wedding gifting and also an apparel brand that did Mother of the Bride's dresses. And so we tested those four partnerships and found them really successful and that brands recognize how amazing this content was. Um, And so we will continue to work with brands like that. And, you know, what's really exciting for us and what we are, you know, thinking about how we can do better in the future is how we can help wedding vendors connect with with more clients. And so we're going to be doing a lot of testing around that in 2018 and are looking for a lot of feedback. So literally my email is rachel at lovestorycv.com. If you are advertising on other wedding publishers or you're part of other wedding communities, tell me what you like and what you don't like. What would you like to see? How do you want to spend your marketing budgets? Like, what can we do, um, you know, to to help y'all grow your businesses? And um, for filmmakers, like, we just want to grow the library. The more videos we have, you know, the more um, we can grow and get you guys in front of a bigger audience. So from filmmakers, we're always just asking for more videos. Yeah, I love that. And that that tells me when I'm going to submit a video, I need to make sure and be detailed and thorough because if you guys pick up a sponsorship with one of the, you know, companies who had a part in that wedding, well, I'm more likely to have that video showed up. So exactly more detailed. That's like the benefit. So it's like we work with sponsors to, as you put it, keep our lights on, but all of those filmmakers who had a video in Jamaica just got more placement and they just got more free promotion you know so that's sort of how we think about it it's like we 
we the more people we can get your videos in front of the more qualified people we can get your videos in front of the more weddings you can book the more you can start to charge for them and uh and the bigger we get the better it is for you guys so that's sort of how we we think about the value proposition yeah that's awesome i love that and i love how you guys are more so than than anyone else that's there's there's so many different people that are sort of capitalizing on the wedding industry as a whole and i feel like the vast majority of them are it's it's all about the photos yep. you know and the photos the photos drive other things right you know whether it's the you know the flowers or uh, the dress or the venue or whatever the case is the the catering but I love that y'all are the ones that are pushing forward video totally. over and above everything else because, you know, we all know, and I'm preaching to the choir here, but video really is the most important thing that you leave your it wedding totally with. It totally is. We don't have any photos on our site. And when we do, there, there are like screenshots from videos. Like we, yep. we are a hundred percent video. Yep. I love it. I love it. So what else should our audience know about what you guys are up to? It's a great question. I mean, the biggest thing, like, I mean, I have your ear, so I'm just going to say, like, we want to feature your weddings. We want to publish your weddings. I think that, like, sometimes um, we get questions around, like, how do we decide what to publish? So I love to have this, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to say, like, if you are a wedding filmmaker and you are listening to this, we are going to publish your video. We don't, um, as long as it's produced by a filmmaker, someone hired to do their wedding, you know, or a, um, a professional filmmaker or a filmmaker who's doing edited pieces of work, you know, like we will publish it. Um, so it's free and it's free, you know, for you to get your work on the site. And like Jordan just said, the more data and details you provide, um, the easy, more likely it is you'll get discovered. And so, so send all of the weddings. Sometimes people are like, I only want to send through my favorites. That's something filmmakers say to us. And we're like, yeah, but you are your own worst critic. So you mm -hmm. might think only 10 of your 100 are amazing. I promise you the brides featured in those other 90 think they're amazing. And other brides are going to think so too. So it's really like yep. volume, volume and details are key. And some filmmakers, like my advice to filmmakers is you should always collect all this information from the bride. Like on your intake form, ask for all the vendors because um you should be listing it yourself you know when you publish it on facebook like you should tag all the vendors so they notice your post but um you should collect that information but if you're not or if you didn't collect it from old weddings like you can ask your bride to submit to love stories tv we have a couple filmmakers in our network that part of their like um process now when they send the film is like hey our friends at love stories tv really want to feature your film you should submit it there you know, mm. and it's great when the bride or the groom submits because then they provide the love story and kind of like how they met and how they fell in love and how they planned the wedding. And that really resonates with our audience. So it's like right. you can get your couples to do the work for you and they're happy to. It's like they they're they are so grateful to you all like they love their videos like they want to help you book more weddings and and improve your business. So like they're happy to submit. So. Um, that's the first thing, you know, is please, we would love to, uh, have more of your weddings on our site. And then the second thing is sometimes, you know, you have a wedding that's just like really epic. Like, um, you know, 
there was like a moment that you just can picture that it's going to be amazing on Instagram or Facebook, or the couple did something like really interesting, you should email us when you have those situations. So like submit all the films and then send an email to videos at lovestorystv.com and say, hey, I just submitted 10 videos, but I really want you to know Rachel and Justin's wedding is epic, epic. Like, I think it would be great for a love story of the day feature and the bride would be so excited. And that helps us, you know, pick you for the for the feature. So we always say, like, reach out. And then, you know, the last piece is and spoiler alert, this will get a lot easier with our new website. I'm sorry I'm being so cagey, but in the short term, Mm -hmm. um, we're more likely to feature you on social media if we have the file. Because if we want to put you on Instagram or Facebook, we need the video file. So Mm. after you submit the videos through the submission form on the site where we just ask you for your Vimeo link, email those files to videos at with Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever you want. And then we're able to, when we're reviewing all the submissions, we're like, oh, that wedding's really amazing. We'd love to get it on Instagram. Oh, they sent us the file. Amazing. We can get them on the Instagram calendar really easily. Nice. Awesome. So here's a question for you. I hear a lot of people when they're talking about, um, you know, how to get their work out there. A lot of people, of course, are talking about Facebook and Instagram. Um, I see that you guys, I didn't even know this, but you guys also have a Snapchat channel. Tell me about that. That's a great question. So I have such a soft spot for Snapchat. I mean, I, you know, led social media at this, this big brand and I, you know, I actually prefer the Snapchat user experience to be totally honest with you, but I never use it anymore because it's just so much easier to reach people with Instagram stories. We Mm -hmm. sometimes still during the height of wedding season, like in the summer, you know how I was talking about how we have those wedding takeovers every weekend in the summer, we'll do takeovers on Snapchat and Instagram stories because we do have a good following there and we want to feature as many weddings as possible. So that's the time we use Snapchat. But I'll be honest with you, like when we first launched Love Stories TV, Snapchat, this was before Instagram stories. So we use Snapchat every day just to tell our audience what we were up to, to show clips of our favorite wedding videos. We use it for all the real wedding takeovers. And now we really do all of that stuff on Instagram stories. So as a social media marketer, like giving y'all advice, like use Instagram stories. It's a better way to reach more people. You can tag people. You can use hashtags. If you have a business account, you can swipe up and link to your website or link to your Facebook for people to watch more of your videos. Like it's a better marketing tool um, than Snapchat. Like I love Snapchat, but if you, you know, you guys are busy um, and you're, you're trying to build your brand. Um, you know, I would say use Instagram stories. Awesome. Yep. That was, that was kind of my experience as well. I actually was a super late adopter to Snapchat. I got on there and like maybe a couple of months later, Instagram stories came out and I was like, Oh, forget that. Yeah. I'm hopping over here. (laughs) And it's too bad. Like the the filters are better on Snapchat. Like I think it's a better app. (laughs) I really do, but it's different. You know, Snapchat is a messaging app. Like, that's what it's for. It's for messaging. And Instagram is better if you want to do one-to-many. And I think Snapchat's better for one-to-one. Yeah. No, or one-to-a-few. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, this has been super helpful. I think this is awesome. I think you guys are an amazing resource. I love what a great advocate you are for everyone who's uh, part of our audience here. I think that 
you know, whether or not uh, you currently have some some stuff on Love Stories TV, this is, can be a really amazing resource to you to not only get inspiration yourself from watching other wedding films, but also just get your work out there and in front of more people. So totally really and, amazing. Yeah. I mean, thank you for having me. And like I said, like my email is Rachel at lovestoriestv.com. If you have any questions about this, anything I said today, or you just want to learn more, like please email me. Um, you know, day-to-day Vanessa is really the the filmmaker advocate um, at our company, and she's the person talking to filmmakers all day. Her email is Vanessa at lovestoriestv.com. And, um, yeah, please submit your films. Send us send us the files for the ones you think are the best for social features. If you have, like, ideas, feedback, like, we want to hear it. Um, Vanessa, you know – does a lot of like Jordan, I know you and her are going to talk like Vanessa does like a ton of phone interviews with filmmakers just to like learn more like about your business and what we can do to improve. So if anyone's wants to help, you know, like I'd love to get you on the phone with Vanessa. We just um, want to learn from you guys. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. And definitely hop on over to lovestoriestv.com and check it out. Maybe even search your name there. Maybe you'll find something you didn't yeah. know existed. If one of your, because <laughs> it's definitely possible that one of your brides submitted something. Totally. So, yeah. And also, please definitely do hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do leave us a review, there's a chance that we'll probably read that on the podcast. And so we would also just really appreciate it just because it's encouraging when we're putting all this work out for you, um, just to, to hear the great feedback from you guys. Uh, Rick Torres just wrote, I'm finding this podcast so helpful in my journey to becoming a better wedding filmmaker. I never miss an episode. The guests are top notch like Rachel Joe Silver, uh, <laughs> and they provide invaluable advice and tips. The wide range of topics covered always find me learning something new. Thank you, Jordan, for sharing your passion and your very own business tips with the rest of us. So definitely, I thank you so much, Rick, for the kind words. And if you haven't yet, please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It does help other people to find us and get the word out about what we're doing here. So thanks for doing that. And we'll talk to you next week. The Wedding Film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show and help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comments section. Until next time, keep making movie magic.